Go back to Philippians chapter 4 for me. Philippians chapter 4. All right. And, and, and I told you last week I was going to deal with the secret. Right? Did I say that? All right. Um, the Lord has been speaking to me about something in this series about mindset. Um, saints, we have to change our belief system. About everything. About money. We have to change our belief system about finances. Some of us, we don't feel significant if we don't have it. We lose a sense of security when it's running out. So what do we do? We panic. Come on, help me somebody. Right? We panic. Paul says, he says here in verse 12, for I know how to get along with what? Uh-huh. And I also know how to live what? And in what? Any so, so this is kind of where I want to hinge tonight. God is saying to us that we need to learn how to be satisfied in every circumstance. Some of us have life insurance, right? For security reasons. And, and, and we got to have it, okay? Uh, medical insurance, car insurance, 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 insurance. But do you have any insurance to protect your money? Come on, help me somebody. Hiding and give it. Give a God a hand clap of praise for that. That's the insurance, right? Now watch this. Paul says that in my finance, in my finances, and how I deal with my how I deal with life. Period. Right? He says in my life there are what seasons. Okay, you, you know, I, I'm, I live through this. And, and, and it's nothing that I had laid there to, what have I done wrong? You haven't done anything wrong. And oftentimes we think that we're doing something wrong, but it's not that. It's God wanting to see how you handle the season of lack. 
are we going to still have the same zeal? Here's, here's, here's what a lot of people do. Well, I don't have any money. I pay my bill. I don't have any money. And in the season of lack, they don't give. How do you expect to get anything if you ain't giving nothing? If you're not placing your seeds in the ground. As a matter of fact, in your season of lack, that is where your faith is activated. For real. Where where your faith is activated. Paul says, I've learned the secret. Look what he says. He says, for I know how to get along with humble means. I also know how to live in prosperity in any. In what? Any and what? But can I ask you a question? Is that true for you? Saints, I want to say something to you tonight. God is speaking. Okay? And and, and I want us to change our mindset because until our mindset changes, we, we show who we are in these different circumstances. The other day I was sitting in class and I was asking the students, who is your favorite teacher? Right? And some of them was like, well, you're my favorite teacher. And I had a little smirk like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> You, you, for real though, you, you see what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, but but I but I caught it on time because I wanted to make sure I was I was yeah I was happy about the compliment. Okay, I, I get it, right? But I was trying to make sure that it's not getting to me. Come on, help me, somebody, so that I, I'm not. I don't get relaxed. You you follow me? Watch this. In every circumstance, you have to be the same person all the time. I'm trying to help you with something. So I want you to begin to explore for a second. Who are you? And are you allowing circumstances... I can tell when some people are paid. When they get paid. I know when it's payday in their life. They ain't got to say a word to me. I watch their actions. And then the next week. What's wrong? Not. You all right? Yeah. Can I pray for you? Mm. Payday. Hey, Pastor. How you doing? Life is so good. <laughs> Payday gone. Mm. Yeah. Mm hmm. 
Can I ask you a question? Who's affecting your attitude? Your makeup. Who are you? Really? I'm going to ask one more time. Who are you really? Because sometimes when I have, I'm good. When I don't have, I'm not good. Listen, God wants us to be content in every circumstance. He does not want us to change. And I've seen people change on me when God blesses them. Good Lord, have mercy. He says, he says, and and you know what it is? It's something that we, it's an attitude that we have to learn. Watch what Paul says. He says, I have what? Watch this. The word is minnow. You know what it means? To shut your eyes and your mouth and listen. Come on and say amen. Tell your neighbor you got to stop talking so much. Got to learn some stuff. Shut your mouth and your eyes and what? Use this. In other words, because when you look at your situation, it puts you in a bad mood. Places you in worry. Puts you in a place where you're panicking. Come on, somebody. Oh, and and the scenario that you're playing out in your mind, it isn't looking any better. So he says, stop looking at it and stop negatively talking about it because your words and your eyes is causing you, watch this, to not appreciate, watch this, the circumstances that God is trying to use to develop you. Listen, the truth be told, we love money. Come on. And the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of it. And some of us, when we get it, we're on another stratosphere, man. But, but watch this. He says, I've learned to shut my mouth. And what? Close my eyes. Watch this. And watch this. And and listen. And what? And learn. Look at the patterns of your life. Look at the look at look at the patterns. Look at what's happening. Actually, why did you have an attitude then? It was it wasn't payday. Holiday season is coming. You're going to be depressed because you, you know, some of us, you know, I'm just saying that may not be your thing, you know, but I'm saying what I'm trying to get after is this. He says, I've learned in every, I've learned to stop looking at my situations. Watch this with a negative eye. Every time I look at my finances is bad. Why? If you are a tither, Okay? And you have insurance on your paycheck. 
Why are you so down? I gave an illustration to my daughter the other day. She got paid, came home. She did exactly what I told her. Went to the bank, cashed a check, brought the cash home. Spread out the envelopes on the table. We filled all the envelopes and she still had $40 extra left over to do whatever she wanted to do. But then she decided, then we missed an envelope. She said, oh, well, we got to add that envelope. And then she was able to add more to savings. But with the envelope system, watch this. It includes blow money. So she got blow money in there. And she got gas money in the car. Now, her check wasn't. But for her lifestyle, it met all her needs. See? Because of management. Because of what she's learned. Sister Eden today was sitting there and she got a ding, ding on her phone. Right. It was a dollar sign. Cha-ching. Why? Because she has her stuff on eBay. Now, last week I talked, to, I did talk about Goodwill. I did. Okay. <laughs> you know, about how they jack up the prices and things like that. You know, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Okay. But I'm saying God has given you wisdom. And sometimes we're saying we don't have, but we can liquidate some stuff so that we can't have. Holiday times is when we get all depressed, some of us, right? But here's the thing. God does not want you to live like that. He wants you to stop being, stop flipping in your character. I was going to say something else, but stop changing with your paycheck, Lord Jesus, you see, you, see, you see what I'm saying? He says in every circumstance. He says, I've learned the what? I've learned the secret of what? Uh, I've learned the secret of being filled, going hungry, both having an abundance and suffering need. He says, I can do. Why do we leave God out of our money? I can do all things through Christ. Paul says that it's through Christ because we're in Christ as believers. We have the capacity and the intelligence, come on somebody, and the spiritual fortitude and the wisdom, watch this, to do all things including handle money, including going without Watch this, for his glory. Have you ever thought about this? That maybe you're not glorifying him with your finances? Paul goes on to say, Nevertheless, you've done well to what? To share with me in my affliction. I told you he's in a prison. This church has revived their concern for him. Amen. They lacked opportunity before, but Paul was saying, listen, I don't need your money. In other words, in a summary, that's what he was saying. But he was given an example that, listen, I don't know what it's going to take to change your character about this. I know what it's going to take. You got to believe the word of God. 
And then you have to ask God, God, help me to apply this principle tonight, amen, of contentment in my life. Come on, help me somebody. Um, go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. And we out of here. Uh-oh, I should have said that. I don't want to lie. <laughs> Let's back up to verse verse 1, but let me say this. You, you know, you know, you know where you learn to handle money? At home. And if your parents never talk to you about then that's probably how you handle it now. But here's what I want to challenge you to do. I want to challenge you to change your character about how you handle money. Lord, change my character. Change my character. Teach me to learn to be content. Look what he says. He says, let love of the brethren continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by this some have entertained what? Angels without knowing it. Remember the prisoners as though in prison with them and those who are ill-treated since you yourself also are in the body. Marriage is to be what? Held in honor among all. And the marriage bed is to be what? Undefiled. For fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Verse 5. Make sure. Make sure. That word character is the way you live. Every dollar that you get in your hand, it's a character decision. It's a character decision. It's a character decision. How am I going to spend this? What am I going to spend it on? It's a character decision. Am I going to support immorality? Am I going to indulge, keep indulging myself? Okay? And putting myself in a position where I cannot glorify God. But here's what he says. He says, make sure that your character... Is free, watch this, from the what of money? Being what? Being being what? And and that refers us back, the the cross-reference to this passage is Philippians 4. So it's, it's all about what? Contentment. So, does everybody know what the working definition of contentment means? What does it mean? Self-satisfied. Right? Listen, I may want more, but guess what? Let me give you a scenario. Light bill is due. I can either pay the light bill, not have no food. Or pay half of it and then buy me some food. What do you do? What do you do? 
Pay half, buy some food. All right, let me see. Everybody who say pay half, buy the food, raise your hand. Let me see. All right, how many say pay the bill? Trust God that he will give you your daily bread. You got to stand on the promises of God's word, y'all. Are y'all following me? Somebody's going to come up to you and say, you know what? You know what? I owed you some money. All right. Maybe your baby daddy or something. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) baby. Maybe some back child support you just happen to stumble up, stumble upon. You know, I'm just saying. My point is somebody may just bless you because you've made the choice. See, you know what the problem is with us? It's scarcity is our problem. You hear the word? When I teach biblical economics, right? I teach my students about, uh, I teach my students about scarcity. That's what our problem is. We think that we will never, ha- not scared, scarcity, which means I won't have enough. So when I go buy noodles, I buy 12 cases because it's on sale. But guess what? Because for some reason, I believe that I may not have no money next week. But that's not what the scripture tells us. I talked this on the radio station last week. He says, give us this day, our daily God, just today. Listen, listen, I would rather pay the light bill. Okay. And ask, seek, and knock. And watch God work. Okay, hold on a second. She's going to give me an example. I didn't have all the money, so my sister called and said, I'm going to pay you light bill for you. Whatever you have, keep it. She paid and gave me the confirmation number and everything. She called herself. But watch this. You were going to pay, right? I just believe, she already bought the money on it. I just believe that if God, watch this, if you take one step, he'll go ahead of you five times and do the rest. It happens. It can happen to you. A lot of us don't believe it can happen to me. Okay? But, but you know what? You know what I want to tell you? And I'm going to close, really. Uh, some of us, we've developed the wrong mindset. I really was going to try to deal with mindset tonight, but the Lord had a different plan. Mindset. Listen, some of us have a taker's mindset. We have our hands like this. And when the roles reverse, our hands are like this. Look at this. Nobody can't get nothing from you. But but when you switch sides, you... this is what I'm saying about, about your character. But but watch this. I'm gonna say it. We have multiple personalities around pay time. 
Some of us. The moment you got to run to a payday place, you're in trouble. If you got to keep borrowing money, listen, if you got to keep borrowing money to get out of debt, to pay Rob Peter, to pay Paul just to get ahead, it's time to pump the brakes. That's not the life that God wants for you. No way. Not you as a believer. Not you as a child of God. Watch, let me finish this. He says, he says, being content with what? This is what I want to show you. This is where I want to show you. But based on what Miss V just, Sister V just said, being content with what you have for he himself, God says this. See, what we have to learn, I'm going to have to teach this again, how to stand on his promise. How the omnipotent embodies the omnipotent. You bring it together and you're saying, God, you said yourself. Come on, you got to start talking to God like that. God, you said yourself that, that you'll never, you'll never what? Desert me. I'm not even going to the next part. You'll never desert me. There's no abandonment issues with God. But for some reason, and and I'm going to come to this, you're not the owner. Car is not yours. House is not yours. Nothing you have is yours. The clothes on your back, it doesn't belong to you. It belongs to God. He's loaning it to you. And he says, for the word says, if, watch this, I believe the reason we're not seeing it, because we're not content. And then when we get into a pinch, rather than allow God to work, we jump in and play God. So all of a sudden, you become God. Watch this. He says, he says, watch this. He says, I'll never, never what? Nor will I ever. But you know what the problem is? We don't have confidence when we stand on this promise. That's the next verse. Let's pray. Father, thank you tonight for your word. Thank you for your promises. We give you all the glory and praise. Lord, thank you tonight, Lord. Show us, help us to stop worrying. Help us to be content, Lord. But help us to remind ourselves, God, we serve a God that will never desert us or forsake us, God. These bills that we have this month, pay them, Lord, like only you can. Help us to be like Paul, to be content in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. All right, y'all, that's enough. Amen. Make good on my promise. Amen. You know, too much is too much. You know, you can never get too much, but... uh, We're going to worship God with our gifts tonight. While we're doing that tonight, don't forget, amen, this Saturday we have our, um, our singles summit.
Amen and social men's locker room. We have that coming on. And so I want you all to be part of that this Saturday. Come on out. Amen. We can just. Amen. Uh, this is our new series. I wanted to just show you this. This is our new series for, for, for this, uh, December month. Amen. I want you to come and be part of this. Amen. Share it on your social page, please. So all you got to do is go to the Vision Church page, pull up, pull it up, hit share, okay, and share it to your page. Please share the flyer. I believe we're going to get some people to come on out, amen, and learn about what it means, amen, about curse breaker. While we're doing this, those of you who have memory scripture tonight, please get ready to do it. And because uh, we want to get out of here. Amen. Come on, let's get it. Memory scripture. That's the Lord. Also, too, tonight, uh, if you are, uh, if you want to put in your pledge cards, amen, for our victory weekend, amen, please do so. We're asking you to put it in so we kind of know where we are, where we're headed. Amen. We'll have the uh, thermometer on the screen on Sunday. Amen. good. That's powerful. Praise God. Amen. Anybody else? All right. We need some names. Just hunt. You writing down names? You see, praise God. Anybody else? Amen. Give yourself a hand, y'all. Listen, um, that's a powerful scripture because a lot of people have left the kingdom in pursuit of money, never to ruin, never to come back because they've been ruined. Amen. So I just want you to know that's a powerful scripture. Listen, you You're going to be blessed. God's going to bless you. You just have to wait your turn. Amen. Be content. And God is looking at your contentment.